Good day class, in this lesson we will be tackling the introduction to the norms of conduct for public officials and employees. So these norms of conduct is contained in a Republic Act called 6713 or known as the Code of Conduct and Ethical Standards for Public Officials and Employees. This uh, Republic Act is or was already in effect more than 30 years ago through a passage by the Senate and House of Representatives on October 21, 1988 and February 1, 1989, respectively. And this was finally approved on February 20, 1989. Then, the law took effect on March 25, 1989 after its publication in the official Philippine Gazette. The authors or proponents of this law were the late Senators Jovito Salonga and Rene V. Sagisag. The Civil Service Commission or CSC was tasked to promulgate and enforce this law. And on April 2, 1989, the implementing rules and regulations of RA 6713 was issued by the Civil Service Commission. This Republic Act, as well as its IRR, or Implementing Rules and Regulations, cover all officials and employees who are engaged in government service. So it can be the elective, our, from the president to the, to the barangay, barangay chairman. It can be appointive, can be permanent or temporary, can be the career or non-career service personnel, including the military and police, and whether or not they receive compensation regardless of the amount, as long as one is working or is connected to any government agencies and doing services for that agency, he or she is covered by RA 6713. Now, one basic policy of government concerning all employees and officials is the conduct and discipline which states that it is the policy of the state to promote a high standard of ethics in public service. Public officials and employees shall at all times be accountable to the people and shall discharge their duties with utmost responsibility, integrity, competence, and loyalty, act with patriotism and justice, lead modest lives, and uphold public interest over personal interest. You may have heard or seen uh, these words in TARPs, in the Facebook post, that public service is a public trust. Government officials and employees are obliged to prove that they deserve the people's trust. Trust is the basis of one's employment and tenure in public service. Once this trust is broken through misdeed or misconduct, that person can be held liable for his or her acts. They will be answerable to the people for whom the government derives its power. The people's taxes sustains 
their salaries and other benefits. And hence, the public or the people expects these employees and officials to serve the people well. Now, as mere custodian or stewards of public office, employees and officials cannot hold on to their position as they please. A government position is not a private privilege. It is not a private property to do with it anyone, any wish one wants to. Public servants must live by the rules, regulations, norms, and conduct and discipline that are at all times expected of them. Public interest comes first and foremost, rising well above their personal goals. When you will be in public service, probably two to three years from now, do you know that every time you process a particular document, something important happens to somebody else? So, when you are going to entertain and process the documents of people in any government agency that you'll be working in, they will be able to open a business, build their building, receive their passports, travel pass, health certificates, their, um, register their, their children in the uh, in the local registry office or the death of their loved ones or even their marriage licenses. So that's why the public perceives that a government servant is an embodiment of the government's importance in their lives. So we already know that the government is in each, each of our lives from death, from birth until death. So when you smile, when you act courteously, when you render prompt and adequate service, the client or the public feels that he or she is important and leaves the government office very happy. So you see now how, how important your role is and how you can make a difference in the people's life as a public employee or servant. And you can also agree that the things that really make an impact are just basic things, smile, courtesy, prompt, and adequate service. These are things that come from within, from your values that influence your thinking and behaving. Hence, as future public employee or servants, it is important that you read and understand the norms of conduct and ethical standards that you will be following in the performance of your duties in the future. The norms are actually values that you should manifest in your personal and work life. These are the values that should always influence your thinking and behaving. So, for the purpose of RA 6713, these are called norms of conduct, which are eight in all. The first is commitment to public interest. The second is professionalism. The third is justness, justness and sincerity. The third is political neutrality. The fifth is responsiveness to the public. Sixth is nationalism and patriotism. Seventh is commitment to democracy. And eighth is simple 
living. We will be discussing each of these eight norms of conduct in future lectures and lessons proper. Good day class, our lesson 4 will be all about traits of good leaders. So, whatever theories of leadership one adheres to, it doesn't matter because as per observation of the common traits that good leaders possess, these 25 are on top of the qualities that they have. So later on in the in the activity, we'll try to analyze uh, the traits present in some of world leaders or some of the leaders that we know, and try to describe and determine if they possess they really possess most of these uh, quality traits that belongs to the 25 that I will be discussing with you. So this may take some time, but um, don't worry. I will also provide you with a visual presentation of the 25 traits of leaders that I'm going to discuss with you. So let's start off with number one, integrity. So this uh, value is the main value that we have been talking about in your uh, ethics class so that's the number one also in uh, the traits required or common among good leaders so integrity is a core quality that every leader must possess one cannot run any organization successfully if he or she lacks integrity Integrity is the foundation of good leadership, and one must stand for their, their beliefs. No matter how hard a situation, a good leader inspires with his principles without compromising. They refrain from making false promises or take shortcuts, choosing thoughts and action over personal gain. Delivering the said promises as ethically and morally grounded is necessary to pay the dividend in the long run. Number two, innovativeness. An innovative leader is not a creative genius with thought-provoking ideas, but gives others the freedom to develop their ideas. There are people with great ideas but who lack the will, determination, and have the fear of taking any actions these are not innovative leaders because innovative people are always open to new ideas and discussion they listen to everyone actively and also motivate others to think out of the box this quality gives them an edge over others since they are always hunting for, for creativity and innovation as the innovative leader an example of which is Steve Jobs he said innovations distinguish between a leader and a follower so if you want to be a leader 
instead of a follower or if you want to rise up from the ranks of the follower to become a leader creativity and innovativeness must be one of the qualities that you acquire or already possess our third trait is related to integrity and that is honesty one of the essential leadership qualities is the possession of honesty honesty is expected from leaders to garner trust and respect from people for reliability moreover we look up to people who are loyal to their words and are accountable thus honesty is the most valued trait for any business leader or any leader in general the number four trait is active listening active listening is an excellent quality to have when it comes to leadership good leaders listen to people with great attention and sincerity it helps them understand people and their perspectives active listening builds trust and relationships in the long run good leaders communicate with care focus on the person and the message they don't interrupt and acknowledge what is being said and that is what the world needs leaders who listen to its people acquiring this skill is not easy it needs self-awareness and humility to respect others thoughts according to john baldoni the roots of effective leadership lie in simple things one of which is listening listening to someone demonstrates respect it shows that you value their ideas and are willing to hear them you might have heard of the saying that we don't have the monopoly of uh, what is right and what is wrong so even if you're already old you would say i'm more knowledgeable than you who is younger than me but we don't know all things that's why we need to hear listen to the perspective of others and especially if you are in a leadership position actually your active listening skills will actually help you to uh, make better decisions and also to be more um, charismatic to those whom you are leading or those who are following you our fifth trait is self-confidence self-confidence is found abundantly amidst true leaders hence they know about their competencies and leadership qualities they are sure about their competencies and leadership skills they have a sense of self-assurance and self-esteem and most importantly believe that they can make a difference rosalind carter said you have to have confidence in your ability and be tough enough to follow through self-confidence is critical for leadership because it gives them wings to take risks accomplish goals and fly high leaders take charge themselves and march with positivity and confidence it allows them to make immediate decisions solve organizational problems and conflicts 
Good leaders take full responsibility and quick actions without passing on issues, ignoring, or procrastinating. Our sixth trait is visionary. A visionary leader is far-sighted and driven and inspired by what a company can become or an organization can become. Visionary leaders work hard for the greater good and keep themselves updated with time and change. Ensuring a vision for the future with perseverance and keeping everybody invested in the process is what a visionary leader does. A visionary leader does not hold back to take risks and unconventional decisions. The seventh trait of a good leader is a strong communicator. Excellent communication is the key to good leadership. An effective leader knows how to put across his message. They are good orators and communicate to get his or her work done. They are not harsh. They choose words and expressions which suit the situation and allow others to express their thoughts and ideas. They understand how important it is to have good communication skills. They are very conscious and learn from others' behaviors, which gives them a deep understanding of human complexities. The eighth trait of a good leader is delegation. The ability to delegate effectively is a good leadership quality. A good leader who knows how to delegate wisely and make the best out of it. Delegation is crucial for maximizing productivity and performance. Also, a leader is the busiest person in any organization. Therefore, knowing when and how to delegate gives them more time for their most important work. Also, an essential factor to note here is that the ability to delegate does not limit to delegating tasks to others. It also means having the awareness and understanding of who has the necessary skills and expertise to complete the task. Mindful delegation is vital to save time and future inconveniences. Our ninth skill is decision-making skill. Good leaders are decisive and know how to help the organization, employees, stakeholders, and customers. You would never envision a leader who is unclear and uncertain. Good leaders are aware of the fact of how their decisions can make or break businesses. They evaluate a given circumstance many a time before coming to any conclusion. They collect the necessary information required before making any announcements. Also, they do not believe rumors but examine a situation or a problem themselves before making a decision. Our tenth trait is problem-solving skills. Leadership roles are not only limited to management or delegating. Today, organizational leaders have the spectrum of leadership responsibilities that are increasing. For the proper functioning of an organization, leaders must have problem-solving skills and an eye for analyzing the situation to make better decisions. 
When it comes to effective leadership, problem-solving skills are crucial. Good leaders have this innate ability to respond to problems. They are equipped with the ability to identify and define problems, make the analysis, use data, and communicate to solve the issues. Cultivating strong problem-solving skills is vital for any leader to eliminate barriers. Our 11th trait is fairness or fair attitude. People have personal biases. One who can think and act beyond this bias is what makes them different from the crowd. So these biases are one of the factors why most leaders fail to achieve greater heights. Good leaders are fair to the employees and the organization's processes. They acknowledge the good and always make room for everyone to thrive together. They understand that nothing significant has ever been achieved with an attitude that is unfair and biased. Even if it does, the sustainability of the outcome is always questionable when it is based on a biased decision. Good leaders keep biases and unfairness out of the window and create a culture that does not promote or acknowledge this attitude. Our twelfth trait is inquisitiveness, which is related to active listening. Have you ever watched great leaders sharing stories and their experiences in TED Talks? You would realize how knowledgeable and curious these leaders are and how they are always open to learning new things. Their thoughts, ideas, and perceptions are unique and thought-provoking. The reason behind this is their inquisitiveness and curiosity from life. They pursue various interests and keep themselves invested in it. They are open to broadening their spectrum through art, technology, and science, and in fact, all the world's know-how. This quality helps them build a rational and positive attitude towards any problems. So, good leaders are actually lifetime students because they are always interested to learn new things, to inquire about new things, to be curious about new things because the new things that they're going to learn will be part of their stock knowledge and this the more stock knowledge they have the more they're able to make better decisions our 13th trait is self-motivation one of the essential leadership traits of good leaders is their ability to motivate others good leaders always motivate their employees and boost their morale when needed they sail their boat smoothly even in hazardous situations they keep themselves self-motivated and set an example to follow our 14th trait is uh, already mentioned earlier humility humble leaders make the best leaders this statement is not something that is only a say-say. There is an extensive research data 
on how humility and willfulness in leadership have or enable these leaders to make their companies grow and sustain their leverage. Humility is not the first trait that comes to mind when we think about leadership, but it is one of the essential qualities of a good leader. It is because humility often gets overshadowed by the flamboyance of the celebrated leadership qualities. Humble and willful leaders understand the fact that leadership is all about working for the greater good. They lead to transform, not dominate. They are aware of their strengths and weaknesses and always yearn to learn and contribute more. Next trait, the 15th, is care for others. Good leaders understand the value of the balance between work and life. They know that people's health and wellness associated with the organization play an important role in attaining success. They inspire their members and make sure the staff, clients, beneficiaries, and customers feel trusted. They understand the importance of appreciating and recognizing employees and creating mutual respect and understanding within the organization. They work towards giving them an environment where everyone can flourish or grow. The 16th trait is self-discipline. Good leadership is in developing discipline in others. Good leaders are themselves self-disciplined and have good time management skills. They encourage culture where people are disciplined. This is a quality in which people can adapt themselves with persistence. When you're self-disciplined and set an example, you motivate others to follow. In an organization where everything is fast-paced, and employees get occupied with so much workload, being more disciplined can help achieve more and keep the work environment at ease. The 17th trait is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is the capability to identify, manage, evaluate, and understand one's emotion and the people around them. Good leaders are self-aware, act in control, take calculated decisions without getting carried away. They understand others' perspectives without being cynical. They are self-motivated and have strong social skills, which help them build connections and healthy relationships. And thus, they have self-awareness, self-regulation, empathy, motivation, and social skills. Our 18th trait is passion. Passion is a common leadership trait found in most effective leaders across the world. They are highly passionate about their goals and objectives. They know what they want and work tirelessly to achieve those. Their passion is infectious and also very inspiring. They are highly committed to their goals and also help others in achieving theirs. 
passionate leaders elevate productivity and ensure that the employees commit to their vision. Passion helps leaders to instill motivation in their employees and helps to achieve the desired vision. Our 19th trait is resilience. One must understand their self before taking responsibility for others. Resilient leaders are perceptive and also know how to handle themselves in any good or bad situation. Resilient leaders are capable of retaining their energy level under strain and responding to disruptive changes. They also overcome severe challenges without destructive behavior or hurting others. Resilient leaders are high-performing leaders who recover from any adversity positively. Next, the 20th trait is accountability. Being an accountable leader is not an easy task. It means you can own up to commitments and promises you made. It means being answerable to the actions and decisions you made and by those whom you lead. Accountable leaders establish clear goals and targets. They focus on the future and also own up to their mistakes. They ask for help when needed and provide honest and constructive feedback. Next trait, the 21st, is supportive. Supportive leaders give the guidance that they need or that their followers need. Supportive leaders mentor, guides until the member or the subordinate needs little to no supervision in the future. They do not believe in delegating tasks and expecting results right away. They are with you in the process and support you with their knowledge and experiences. Supportive leadership involves building trust among the team members and encouraging dialogue to keep the team spirit high. The fundamentals of supportive leadership are therefore promoting teamwork, building relationships, and commitment. The 22nd trait is technology savvy. For digital transfer transformation, the world needs tech-savvy leaders. Today's leaders needs to understand the technology sufficient to sustain the organization. The organization's technology decisions must be guided with a strategy and transforming its analog experience into a digital. The majority of the organizations worldwide are digital today and it will only grow exponentially with time. Therefore, it becomes evident that business leaders or leaders themselves enhance their technological skills for sustainability and to be able to make better decisions. Our 23rd trait is empathy. Empathy is a core leadership trait that helps one to nurture his or her team. Empathy is in understanding others' needs and what goes into their mind. We live in a world with a constant communication loop and people interact with each other at much ease. But at the same time, people are less empathetic towards each other. Many communicate to express, but not to understand others' perspectives. 
empathetic leaders are perceptive and they are aware of others' feelings and thinking. Being empathetic does not always mean to agree on others' views, but to appreciate and have a willingness to understand. The 24th trait is learning agility. Agile leaders make the best response to organizational change and uncertainty. Today, we need leaders who are quicker in decision-making and who can take immediate action in crisis times. We live in a fast-paced world, and work trends are evolving in no time. Therefore, there is little time for all to take calculated decisions. Also, the strategies and policies that worked well in the past can be obsolete today. One of the visible examples is the COVID-19 crisis. The crisis had changed the landscape of work, culture, and leaders had to find new strategies to fight the storm overnight. Future of work will always be uncertain and ambiguous. Future events will bring new challenges. Organizations now will only thrive in the future under the supervision of leaders who can make sense of uncertainty. Our last but not the least trait is the 25th one, empowerment. Great leaders can empower their team to achieve maximum productivity and organizational success. Empowerment gives the team members equal decision-making opportunities and uses their power of judgment and expertise to develop solutions. This builds the sense of individual worth and also employees' commitment towards their organization. Every individual brings their skills and talents to the table that often finds a route to flow. Usually, you would have skillful team members but lack the guidance and motivation and fails to bring them the best. It is therefore on leaders how they foster these skills by empowering them. Good leaders know how to unleash positive traits in others. They understand that the only way to do that is by empowering them. Therefore, leaders take it as a daily practice to continuously empower people and strengthen the team so those are the 25 traits common to good leaders all over the world or should be acquired by anyone who would want to be good leaders